So hi, welcome to the Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with Andy from Worst Sumo. Uh, we're gonna ask them some questions today. I'm gonna start. Uh, so, what inspired the creation of the project, and what does the project name mean? Uh, yeah, it's a good one. Um, this project started as like a side project all the way back in 2018. I was in this other band at the time, and I was just obsessed with like recording by myself. So, like August of 2018, I was like, all right, I'm just making writing all these songs. Uh, so I, I wrote like 10 songs and like finished it like before summer break ended. And like, like it was very, very like just band can't be like put it on there. Nobody will see it just to get my, my feelings out and just mm-hmm. to get that music out. And so I just decided to put it under the name Warsumo. And it literally came from me um, just just taking different words and putting it together. I had all these different like I literally just did the classic throw darts at a board just like put put down all these different like weird names i wanted it to be like weird enough where it's memorable but not so like weird where it was like people would be like wow that's a disgusting name mm-hmm. <laughs> like uh yeah like uh definitely car seat headrest in terms of just everything i was doing at the time was definitely like car seat headrest inspired not only does the first we sumo like set of songs sound like car seat headrest like really bad rip boss but just in terms of aesthetics and like like going for like something like Carsey Headrest is like a, it's a kind of a stupid name, but it's kind of memorable. So that's what makes yeah. it work. So that was like the mentality going into it. Okay, okay. that's fair. That's fair. Uh, so congratulations on your upcoming release, Florist. How do you feel the response to the announcement so far? Um, it's it's been cool so far. I I wanted to do it in, in more of a singles kind of way, where it was like developing and and, and growing. So I, it's been interesting to see, like it's because it's not just like announcement and then people like were like reaction it was like everything building up over the past few months with the singles being released and mm-hmm. all that stuff so it, it's it's actually been quite a like a long you know anticipation period or reaction period i guess you could say uh yeah, yeah. Uh, so can you tell me a little bit about your writing process for that ep um well this i guess is is like the quarantine album mixtape ep whatever you want to call it um even though it's not really inspired so much about like quarantine itself, but um, it, it, a lot of it happened where I would be definitely writing, you know, in isolation and just in my own little um, just bubble in, in my own brain where it was, it was, I was just very in my own head. Mm-hmm. A lot of the songs, some of the songs came like before, like the earliest song I think I was working on was like started in January, 2020, but nothing really came to, uh become full fully written songs until you know well into uh quarantine and like summer of 2020 um so a lot lot of the songs i would write like i'd go to uh, the park behind my house and near my house in different areas and just bring a book with me and just literally write down lyric ideas not even thinking of melodies or um chords or things like that just like writing down structures so there's a, a couple songs that were made that way um and that was that was most i think of the um the new batch of songs of florist was done that way there's a couple stuff where it was like you know i had like a four bar loop and i was like well let's build off from that and you know production side so it does vary for me but a lot of this uh, release was definitely like just starting out with only lyrics and just you know being with myself and um yeah doing it that way okay that's really cool i like that a lot um, so can you tell me where headspace was you mentioned it was kind of quarantine but it's not quarantine inspired kind of sort yeah it wasn't like kind of, sorta. 
yeah i think i was gonna actually have a song that was like oh my god i'm going insane from being inside all the time and (laughs) not talking but it wasn't really so much that kind of theme but it was very personal Mm -hmm. um so a lot of a lot of the headspace is is centered around the i think i think the idea of growth and that's really what inspired me and that's why i i kind of used florist or flowers or that kind of um visual representation of what i was doing because i liked not only was I paying attention to nature more because I was in quarantine, but I, I think it, it was it just was very helpful for the meaning of, of these songs because they, they focus on parts of my life that are like, you know, internal problems or external problems. And it's just stuff I want to be able to build off of and grow from because like this is a very early project for me. So I, I definitely know I'm going to be developing from there. So that was very much the inspiration for uh, the album. Mm-hmm. Or the mixtape, whatever it's called. I don't. I still don't know what it's called. <laughs> Florist. Collection uh, of songs. Collection yeah. of some tunes, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this question should be super, super quick. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe this mixtape album EP for new listeners in three words. No more, no less. Three words. <sighs> okay, wait, 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 wait. Um, bouncy. Bouncy is a good one. I feel like there's a lot of bounce in there. Um, passionate. I put, put a lot of work into this stuff. Mm. And um, I want to say, I think kombucha would be the last one. Because I drank a heck ton of kombucha oh, while listening. I was like, what is this? Oh, <laughs> yeah, the drink. Yeah, the drink kombucha. Okay. What is it? It's fermented something. I still don't really know. I just I've I've been vibing with it though. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like it's like it like bite it like bites you back a little bit when you drink it. So it like uh-huh. it's not that fun sometimes. But then like if you get a really good like brand of kombucha, a really good kombucha, it's like yeah, I can I can vibe with it. But so a lot like of people sour? just like it. Yeah, it's like sour, but that's the appeal. It's weird at first. Like the first time you you drink it, you're like, why is it hating me? Like. <laughs> It's yeah. just like it's like almost violent, but then it's like the taste is sometimes good. So it's like a gamble. Yeah, I mean, if you don't know what you're what you're going into, you just got you just gotta go into it. You can't get anything with like anything too weird, like ginger. Ginger is not a good. good Ginger's not a good vile anyway. Ginger is amazing. Yeah. What? <laughs> Listen, like, no. so you're gonna have me drink a fermented drink, which is already disgusting because it's fermented, and then add ginger to that. I'm gonna fucking vomit. <laughs> Yeah, no, sometimes it can get like just horrible. Like I don't yeah, that's the that's the one ingredient I don't really mess with when it when it comes to kombucha, but like sometimes cranberry slaps. There's there's the occasional cranberry that like goes hard. Um I mean, yeah. But yeah, I mean if you it's 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 really a mixed bag. I mean it's it's like people love it, people hate it. Uh I'm on the love side, but uh, you know. Yeah, that was that was definitely away. yeah. Because it's fermented. <laughs> Yeah, I, definitely I, I an album inspiration. Definitely, yeah. yeah. All right, <laughs> thank you for telling me because I've I've seen it around and I'm just what is it? Because everybody's just like, oh, I'm gonna try this today, and I'm like, okay, but what is it? So thank you. So stay away from ginger and lean towards cranberry. Yeah, there's also sometimes some good coconut flavors. Ooh, coconut. Co- coconut sometimes good. You got you gotta just go through your grocery store aisle to see what they have. Buy one of each and throw out the bad ones. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so back to music. 
um yeah. what band or artist influences do you think uh, pop out the most on this ep album mixtape collection of songs <laughs> Um, yeah, cool. Great question. Because uh, I, I really, honestly, I cannot tell like what bands I sound like sometimes. Sometimes, and that's the reaction people give me too. People, I've never, I've rarely gotten actually the same like two um, comparisons. People are like, oh my God, like your voice sounds like Julian Casablanca sometimes. And then some people are like, no, but you sound like the dude from Husker Du. Or it's like, there's all these like different bands. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I don't sound like other any of those, but uh, I think... <laughs> I think definitely the Carsey Harris influence is still there. Yeah, I, I still feel that one. Um, I think on this EP two, I or mixtape, I'm calling it everything. <laughs> Album. Such, I, the, the, the florist. Um, <laughs> there you on, go. Yeah, just refer yeah. to it by its name. Or call it by its name, florist. Um, I think also too, there's some more dancier influences on there, like kind of houseier influences, which I, I feel like is um, kind of a product of, of me being really into people like uh nicholas jar and against all logic and his stuff like that or uh definitely uh yeji too mm-hmm. um her stuff is great uh and i feel like also just because of the mix of the um indie or kind of indie rock stuff and the electronic music it, it kind of comes off as like porches hmm. uh, so so it's, a, it's an interesting like weird mix of the people in the underground who do like the analog instrumentation but also the electronic instrumentation and kind of blend that together yeah yeah okay that's awesome um so this one's a quick shift away from your music uh what song do you wish you wrote and why it could be any song on the face of the earth oh i think about this question actually a lot (laughs) i'm not kidding i'm like i just i come across songs all the time i'm like oh my god why did i didn't i write that um do you mind if I list a couple? Like Go for it. We got no rules here. <laughs> all right. Um, the first one that comes to mind all the time is Night Shift by Lucy Dacus. I think it has like some of the best li- written lyrics ever. It's like so salty and that's what makes it amazing. Uh, and the chorus at the end is just like so powerful. I always wish I wrote that one. Um, I don't know if you know the rapper Cupcake. She has a song called Squidward Nose. I just wish I, I could Cupcake. be... A- yeah, I just wish I could be as as just hilarious as she is sometimes. I, it would never work with me though, because I'm like awkward and have like no swagger at all. But <laughs> she, <laughs> her, she is just so funny and like so clever. Yeah. And the beats and the production is like just so like fun too. And I just yeah. wish sometimes I, I can infuse that into my stuff more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I think that's I think that's all I wanted to mention. Yeah definitely those 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 two i'm like wow i wish i had the ability to write that that's fair all right uh so where do you see your project in the next five years and we know this album ep collection of songs isn't even out yet but are you working on anything new yeah i'm actually i'm constantly working on stuff so i i have big batch of tracks coming up um well i don't know if it's what's going to be released at some point i'm not thinking that far ahead yet but uh, yeah, I definitely have some stuff I'm working on. Um, uh, five years is, is seems like forever because a lot can happen then. But yeah. hopefully, hopefully by then, just just somewhat bigger. I want to play like clubs at some point. I love basement so much, but like like headlining club shows like big big dream goals right now. Like yeah. one, once shows happens too, I mean any shows right now I'll take. But because <laughs> I'm I'm just so like like once once we come back like I I'll take I'll take whatever. Um, but like hopefully like five years like definitely something something bigger 
in terms of like live performance. Um, and yeah, definitely a bigger audience too. Like, uh, I, I feel like I, I could reach more people and I, I, you know, sometimes I'm like, oh, what's, what's holding me back, you know? Um, so it'd be cool to just kind of figure it out and just kind of keep going from there. For sure. Uh, so for the last couple of questions, we're actually shift away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Oh, okay. I'm going, I'm a, I'm a big diner person because I'm from Jersey. Mm -hmm. So I'm going with like classic tuna melt and a, a chalky milk. That's right. my that's my last food and drink. Solid. I've never heard of that combo, but when you when you go to like diners at like two a.m. after either playing a show or seeing a show, that that mm -hmm. hits so <laughs> differently. Mm -hmm. um, definitely, like I, there's some places like after I'd see a show in Philly, I'd just go get that, and I think I think that'd be that'd be a good way to go. It's like a little bit of nostalgia in there before mm -hmm. before you head off. So. I mean, quite frankly, any food after a show hits different. It could be the worst food on planet Earth, but it just kind of hits different. Yeah, true. There's a lot of there's a lot of people that'll that'll have a Waffle House after shows, and I I have yet to step into one. Oh, um, it's so good. You gotta you gotta go. There's not really many in my area. I'd have to go to like PA or something like that. Oh. Somewhere in like over there. I mean, it, I wouldn't wouldn't be that far for me, but like I'd have, I'd have to go go a little more more uh, Midwest. Yeah, and <laughs> uh, I am already. Yeah. Um, so if you could live in a fictional world for a week, where would you live? Um, fictional world for a week. Mm. Oh, wait, what was I? I was going to say, like, there's definitely some TV shows I'm watching right now that would, like, I think it'd be so weird to live in. Oh, Oh, like, this is so hard. <laughs> um, wait, why is this so hard? I kind of like living in reality. Oh. Um, so you know, <laughs> no, no, not to not to sound pretentious, but yeah, no, I, I, I don't know if I really fantasize about be, being in somewhere I'm not. Um, maybe Narnia would be cool. I don't know for like a couple minutes. I don't yeah. know for about a whole week. Well, I think stuck there for a week now. I think, well, yeah. We so just, I think, I think just, just walking. Exactly. I think, no, I think, I think the concept of going into like, oh, a closet and just coming out into something else was like, I, that just seems like the coolest thing ever. It's like, yeah, like, like, or like, instead of it a closet, you know, were you, as a kid, did you ever like when you went to like Target, whatever, like hide behind the clothing racks, like just they just have clothing racks on, and like when you were little, you just like go inside the clothing racks. Yeah, like, like no. so the stands, my mother used to hate that. When I would do this yeah, shit. no. If if they did that, but had the clothing racks, you go in and you enter into another world. Like mm -hmm. that would be probably better than like Narnia. Were you wearing a pain in the ass when you went out in public? No. <laughs> no. So I know I was. Oh my god. Um, no, that so was I, me too. I have done. I'm asking the last question, and every single person we've spoken to have said that it is the most important question. What's your favorite color? Orange. Taste. Right. Good color. Specific shade of orange, burn orange, oh. bright orange. I like the I like the shade of orange that I'm using right now for like a lot of my um that sounds so stupid. A lot of my promo stuff. I have this one shade of orange that I wanted to use for like everything, at least for this cycle. Yeah. And I'm like so in love with that color. 
It's like the ni nice mix between not even really being the reddish kind of orange, but like it's just this perfect like orange, but it's not regular orange. It's just like a little bit not orange. It's I mean, it is orange, but it's like less orange, but in a different color. But you don't know which which spectrum it is, like which direction. I don't even know what I'm saying. Yeah. You don't know which kind of what you know if it's a you don't you can't really tell if it's a more like like yellowish or, or reddish orange, but it's an orange. You know, it's an orange. Okay. Yeah, I, I like I like what it's. I don't know that I know that the hex code. I can look up the hex code if you want me to. It's been so yeah, long since we've gotten a hex code. Bro, season one. That was the last time we got a hex code. Really? Wow. I can give you the hex code for the orange. Yeah, oh wait, no, people it. are gonna steal it though. It's like my secret ingredient. No. I'm... Yeah. Okay. Oh, so you're not giving? I'll, I'll give the hex code. The hex code for my for uh, worst sumo orange is FF six C twenty nine. Feels like bingo. I didn't. I closed the hex thing. <laughs> So you're not trolling us here saying it's going to be the Pornhub color because you've gotten that hex code that before. before. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. It isn't. Here, wait. Can you it's say not it that orange. Time? It's FF. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> FF 6C29. 6C29. I want, oh. I want Creole to turn it into a, a crayon or a single hmm. orange someday. Mm -hmm. Someday. That's one a good one. You'll That's get a brand one. sponsorship with them. Definitely. Yeah. Glory, can we make our header the Pornhub logo, no. but with our name in it? No. <laughs> Sam made one. Why can't we? <laughs> no. I remember that. That was no. No. Oh, no. That's never happening. I'll get it to no. pass through one of these days. Absolutely um, not. So as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Obviously, the whatever friggin' release I'm releasing, it's Florist. I don't know what you want to call it. I call it a mixtape. It's a singles compilation, but also an album, but also an EP. That's the new di direction DIY is going in. It's just not calling things by what they are. Who cares if it's an album, EP, whatever. It doesn't matter anymore. Homies Wear so, yeah. is leading that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Calling the Homies Wear crowd. It's out April 30th on most streaming platforms. So, yeah, cool. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, well, thank you for now. This has been Andy from Rosumo and We're the Good Noise podcast.